You're catching up with Beck and Soda right now. But imagine laying poolside in the Hospital Research Foundation Home Lottery's $3.5 million Henley Beach Grand Prize. Ticks at homelottery.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. All right, it is a Friday chock block week. Let's take a look back at some of the things we got up to. Get a load Soda. Get a load of you two big shots, hey? Beck, you've had a big week in the limelight and we'll get to that a little later. And Soda, you're taking a break from touring. You are touring with the Wiggles at the moment, aren't you? You know there's a new Purple Wiggle. Johnny used to be on the Justice Crew. The, well, the original Purple Wiggle was Jeff Fat. Wake up, it? Jeff. Wasn't um, Lockie, who was married... Well, Lockie's still there. Isn't he Purple? He's still there. He was at a Port Adelaide game. And I was like, hello, now I'm interested in the Wiggles. If you put a bit of teal on, the teal Wiggle. What? Why were you interested? Because he looked good in the merch. Was that essentially the oh, only I'm reason? I'm sorry that I'm... I'm a, a, I like aesthetic... Aesthetic... Sorry? <laughs> You like English as a first language? I just don't really know what to make of that. And there's more. I saw the original Purple Wiggle, not Jeff, the one after that that you just said. It all kind of reminded me of this golden meme from like 12 years ago. Have you ever had a dream that... That you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. Ah yes, what was once old is now new again. Much like Beck being back on Channel Ten. I'm a bit chuffed with myself, just quietly. I was on the project last night. Did you watch it? No, mate. I was working at that point. I was on the other channel. Oh my god, we were head to head last night on television. Oh my god, amazing. What are the ratings going to do? I don't know. Do you want me to check them? No. I can get them. Yeah, probably not the best to poke the bear right now, Soda. Leave the edgy Beck-centric remarks to celebrity chef Colin Fasnidge. Is there any corner of the zeitgeist that isn't getting their hands on Beck and Soda's buns? Are you a fan of the humble hot cross bun? Well, I've never actually seen your buns, but I do like the uh, hot cross buns. <laughs> do you know what I would do? This would probably upset a lot of people. I make like a uh, bread and butter pudding. Oh, stop it. That's a real creamy, white creamy button. Okay. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Colin, can I tell you right now, I discovered this about Beck because we only just started working right in the last month or so. Now well, I discovered. Not right in the head. Uh, <laughs> mate, I've got you to tell you. You that up within um, two minutes, Colin. Mate. Get her <laughs> You'll have to head to the listener app and search for Beck and Soda to hear that edgy comment. Did I just promote the podcast in the middle of the segment? You bet your buns I did. And speaking of self-promotion... Harry Styles is still in Australia. In fact, he was papped walking along Bronte Beach, 38 degrees in Sydney, and he's wearing a hoodie to be incognito. Can you imagine being so famous that you had to, like, plan your outfit? Like, if I was that famous, I'd just keep walking back and forward until someone really... <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, I no. wear SAFM merch on the weekends. Oh. I go down to Glenelg because we've got a tram. <laughs> and then I just walk around Mosley Square. Please help us. Look, legally, I can't suggest that Beck has a few burner accounts on Instagram leaving comments on our posts. But I'll tell you who is leaving things for Beck. Her family's new dog, Wolfie. But instead of positive comments, it's p- 
About a month ago, we mm-hmm. welcomed Wolfie the Big Samoid. Last week, I made the mistake of trying to take some fritz out of his mouth that he'd stolen. I have undeniable evidence that the dog hates me. What's he done? Wolfie went into our bedroom, yep. lifted his leg yes. on the bed. On my side! <laughs> he's sniffed around. Yep. He's gone, that's the scent of the one I don't like. Yep. And he's pissed on it! I tell you what, you better not steal any more food or it might be number two next time. <laughs> See, you've just dug yourself a hole now, Soda. Now that you've made that suggestion, Beck has a second suspect should that ever occur. I'd uh, take the copy of the house keys back from Soda if I were you, Beck. We don't want Soda's buns anywhere near your bedspread. See you next week, guys. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Do you get many phone calls from your kids' schools? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Absolutely. And when that number comes up, mm-hmm. you have a program in your phone, yes. a little bit of your heart goes... <gasps> Well, I always think, it, the, you know, the moment could be like, oh, no, fallen off the adventure playground and yes. a broken leg. Because you think of all the times with kids, and you remember when you were at school, mm. someone in the class always had a cast on. Always, oh, I yeah. reckon. Yeah, or a grazed knee. or I get a lot. So I've got one in primary school, one in high school. I got one... <laughs> Sometimes I get them because I'm a bad parent. Like I got oh, one. Come on, mate! No, Don't no, put no. yourself down. We're I, gonna put. We're gonna pump you up. No, I got one this week because I was the last kid in the class to not return a permission slip. It was oh, like yeah, Frankie can't point. go on the excursion because you haven't returned the slip. Yeah. Can you? No, good point. And you're I had a bad to parent. scan it and, and email it back because I left it so late. So that was bad. So yeah. those calls are bad because then yeah. you feel shamed. No, that's definitive. You should. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's bad. Um, Frankie, I'll get one from the school nurse. My funniest one I ever got from Frankie was. Um, Kicked own face. She went down the slippery dip right. and she kicked herself in the head on the slippery dip what and had to get an ice pack. What damage did she do to herself? Just a bruise, a bruise to right. the face because she kicked herself. It's interesting. Anyway, I received, I missed a call from the school the other day and then I listened back to the voicemail and it was from Miller, who's in year nine. So she doesn't, she's not usually a hypochondriac. So for her, she gets migraines. Sometimes it's about, can you pick her up? We've got a headache. So anyway, I checked, I listened to the message. And I was like, oh, and I was worried. Um, and it said it's a school nurse here. I've got Miller in here. She's had an altercation. She said the word altercation, and I thought Miller had been in a fight. No. I thought she'd been in a scrag fight. Terrible altercation. And she paused. I don't know whether she did. And then she said, with a softball. Oh. Why would you use the word altercation mm. when you're going to add the word softball? And I, yeah. for that split second, I thought she was in a brawl. Yep. And I, anyway, so she basically, in classic, classic Morse Wakeland child behavior, she caught the softball in her mitt and then the softball bounced back in her face and oh. she said she's got a wobbly tooth. Oh, but is she okay? She recovered she, well, her she's like, Because I don't want to pay for a dentist. <laughs> dentist Why not? very expensive. <laughs> Why? Because what else could you buy with she that money that you'd saying. spend on a dentist? <laughs> oh, no, you choked that. Choking. She said, I've just got her to eat soft food for the day and I think she's going to be okay. So then the first thing I said to me, like, how's your tooth? She said, it's a little wobbly. I said, "It's let me have a feel. It's fine. <laughs> You're kidding me. It's fine. You did it's not, still in her mouth. Did you take her to the dentist to get no, a check? because it's a second tooth. It's not a baby tooth. So that means she might need to. No, she's just she's just eating soft. She's eating soft food. Hang on. So what are you feeding her? Camembert and brie so that she's okay? Usual diet. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. So mm. I was just next door in the news booth doing yes. my news, and when I came oh. back in, you were like um, underneath the desk plugging. What are you doing? What were you doing? No, what had happened was someone had pinched my power lead into the laptop, so I had no access to my computer because it went flat. Oh, and no. clearly, 
it was theft because the whole power lead, I went under the desk to have a little look and it had gone it's and gone. disappeared. So yeah. someone's clearly pinched it and I've borrowed uh, producer Rachel's oh, power lead for the moment. Yeah, yeah, that's up. happened to me before. It's annoying yeah. um, when people steal your stuff. Mm. Do you know, have any idea who might have taken it? Well, I don't know. Probably you or I don't know. Yeah. I could see how annoyed you were. I'm a bit scared to tell you. Um, I have your power cable. I took it. Yeah, I'm sure you probably did. I'm sorry. That's okay. Do, do, how urgently do you need it back? Well, I don't because I've borrowed Rachel's All right. now. How, how, does Rachel need hers back? I don't know. Why because don't you go and ask her? I um, left it somewhere. I, I was yeah. I was in Melbourne for the project and I plugged it in in my hotel room and I've lost you. I've permanently I've lost you, your laptop charger. It's all right. I'll get another one. <laughs> what? <laughs> you were so angry. You oh, were no, like, I wasn't angry. The, who flogged my charger? Who touched my stuff? And I was so scared. I wanted to do it on oh, no, air I, so I, I would no have doubt. the protection. Did you actually take it? Well, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> but it was funny. No, because I knew it was clearly taken. Um, I know. Because my, my um, laptop just went off and stopped working. Sorry. That's okay. It's not okay. You that didn't ask. You hey? just took it. Yeah, well, that doesn't surprise me, but that's how you run things around here. Because like we said, we call you, th- I mean, we don't do this behind your back anymore because it's become so obvious. We call you 360 degrees back because the world revolves around you. So why am I not surprised that you just took my power cord and didn't care less? And then with no regard, just left it in your hotel room in Melbourne. Should I be surprised? No, I'm sorry. No, you're not. I am. You are not. <laughs> That's the truth. You're not. You're not sorry. I saw how angry you were. And I, I wasn't was like, angry. I, I was just. I was it's frustrating. Just it's trying to surf the net yeah. while you were talking, so I could do something <laughs> to keep me busy. And I couldn't find it because my computer went off, and I'm thinking, why has it gone off? Oh, there's no power cord. But the mm. fact that you've confessed that's you, um, why would I be surprised? I don't know. Because you would have put your needs ahead of mine. Oh, come on. Now I feel bad. I'm going to try and get them to like courier it back to you. That's okay. Send it to Rachel. I got hers. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Someone else is about to join Beck for breakfast on SAFM. He's our newest team member. Now, I've been keeping this a little secret from you, Beck. You have promised me that I would be happy, though, because I'm a bit nervous about change. Over the moon you will be on. And he has an enormously important day today, massive day. One of the most significant days in his life is about to happen. So I thought, what better day to introduce him to our team? Beck, are you ready? to find out that the newest member of our team mm-hmm. is Adelaide's most eligible bachelor. It is the one and only Port Adelaide superstar, Travis oh, Boe. Travis Bo. Bo. yes. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, I've got him on the He's line. such a good footballer. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. Oh, Travis Boak, welcome to the show. Very, very glad to be on board, guys. And uh, the show seems like it's going all right, so hopefully I don't bring it down. No, you're going beautifully, mate. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> uh, you will be fine. But you know I'm um, heavily invested uh, in the Port Adelaide Footy Club, often uh, have my little face uh, pressed up against the uh, change room. Um, you gave us a bit of a scare in, uh, in pre-season. How are your lungs, mate? Yeah, I've, uh, I'm slowly, slowly recovering. Um, I've actually copped a lot of stick from the boys now. So I basically just have bruised ribs and a little bit of bruising around the lungs. So I had the green whistle. I was in the ambulance carrying on at halftime um, when the boys <laughs> came in. And uh, scans came back pretty much all clear, so um, that's free reign for the boys to get stuck into me. So that was uh, that was that was good fun, but uh, yeah, no, it was it was pretty sore at the time. Um, McGovern's not a uh, small boy, so it's um, it certainly hurt. <laughs> so no danger of missing round one. You're going to be ready to take on Brisbane. Yeah, I should be good to go. I won't do any contact 
over the weekend and, and sort of slow in the next week, but I'm fine to go. I'll uh, I'll start ramping that up towards the end of next week, but um, no, I'm I'm fine for round one and, and the, the pain's basically gone. I'll just start to, to build the contact back up and I'll be fresh and ready to go with, uh, with no pre-season games. Now, no footy this weekend, but there is even bigger news that is happening today. Boki, your sister Cassie is getting married and tell us about the role you're playing. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty exciting. So it's basically our first wedding in um, sort of our extended uh, family, mm-hmm. and um, really exciting for for us. But um, yeah, I'm with dad passing away. Usually the tradition, dad gives um, the bride away, and mm. um, so I've uh, Cass asked me probably a few months ago to to do that. So I'm yeah, very very honoured to do it, and I'm uh, pretty excited, pretty nervous, but um, mm-hmm. I'm handing her over to a, a pretty uh, pretty special guy. So I'm uh, I'm confident that. He'll look after her. Boki, you've talked about um, before, you know, you lost your dad, Roger, at a young age. And when Cassie asks you to be the person that walks her down the aisle, mate, it must be an enormous privilege. Yeah, it is. I mean, um, we're, we're a really close family. And it was certainly, uh, like like anyone, uh, you know, when someone close to you passes away, um, you know, you become closer as a, as a family. And um, my sister's been... One that's been by my side basically the whole way. I've had troubles along my footy journey in my life, and she's always been, uh, you know, a rock for me. And, and obviously moved over here from Victoria and and been by my side the whole way. So for her to ask me and for me to give away to to a special um, special man in her life is going to be a yeah, it's going to be a great moment. So I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, so that uh, special man, Anthony. Uh, I understand he didn't really have a smooth transition into the family. How did you welcome him uh, in? <laughs> Yeah, it's fair to say we um, we weren't uh, best mates from the start. I'm actually best man at the wedding as well, so it's funny how it all worked <laughs> out. But our initial meeting had to go down that I'm I was the boss, right? So I'm the, I'm the bigger brother. I need to protect my sister. So our first meeting, he came down. I already met Mum before. Mum loved him. We sat on the couch for an hour. I said hello, and that was the last thing I said to him. He didn't say any word back, which was great. Um, I sat there. Uh, like the big protective brother, he walked out with my sister and said, your brother is an asshole. I was, it was my third year at the club, so he's like, oh, he's, he's AFL, he's arrogant, he's an asshole. And well, my sister said, well, if you don't like him, you can't be with me. And from there, next day, we become best mates. So it, it worked out okay. Oh, mate, that is a beautiful story. Um, we wish you, uh, Cassie and, and Anthony, all the best today. I know it's going to be brilliant, mate. And a dual role, walk Cass down the aisle and be best man, mate. Have a wonderful day and congratulations from all of us here. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Welcome to the family, Bokey. I'm excited. Come on, the power. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, okay. Can we just do a big double thumbs up to a man called Jake Coombe, a wonderful father who found himself in Murray Bridge Hospital, Beck, because mm-hmm. he actually threw himself in harm's way. That is the term, isn't it? Yeah, you got it right that time. Threw himself in harm's way because an eastern brown snake in their house at Tail and Bend lunged at his two-year-old daughter, <sighs> Alba. And what dad did was went, well, I'm not going to think about my own safety. And this is brilliant. You know, when people just really get that superhuman strength to lift a car off Mm -hmm. someone who might be stuck underneath or they might have to sprint a ridiculous speed to try and push someone out of the way. Well, this guy, superhero style, lunged in front of his two-year-old daughter and let the snake bite him. Took the bite, took the fangs. How good's that? (gasps) That's incredible. That's actually, I mean, is he... Yes. Is he okay? I mean, is he That is you, Jake. Uh, he, look, he was in hospital overnight at Murray Bridge Hospital, um, oh, but he was you, released um, because it was a dry bite. So the Eastern Brown ah. didn't get its venom. Now, I'm not a snakeologist, 
but I don't think clearly if it's a dry bite that obviously the venom got out. So he ended up being okay. He got a pretty bad rash and so forth. Snakeologist. I don't know if that's the thing. Me neither. But it sounded like it could be, <laughs> it didn't it? It sounds important. That's why I rolled it out and just kept going because I thought if it's not, we can still run with it. I'm yeah. here to keep you in line. As I mentioned, not being a snakeologist, I'm not quite exactly sure how deadly the Eastern Brown is, but it does say that it is deadly here in this story that I read potentially. Saved your life. Um, what a wonderful, um, wonderful man. Imagine if you were able to wear that badge of honour mm. to turn around and say that I've I actually not only saved a life, yeah. but you potentially saved your own the daughter's life. Son. You could not, you could not do anything more as a parent than that. Soda, so I'm just seeing if I can read your handwriting here. Yep. Um, have you ever saved a life? Uh, look, I've been probably in um, harm's way many times and placed myself in there, but that's what you learn to do when you work in the fire brigade. <laughs> Like, I mean, look, there, there's been many an occasion coming down the stairs, backdraft style, with you know <laughs> one kid on one shoulder and a parent on the other shoulder, and I haven't had chance to put the breathing apparatus on, so I've just put the hanky across my face, straight through, no. and got a couple out. All right, now, li- like, you've <laughs> yeah. literally done this, you have, though, like you have, you? like seriously, come on. Look, I'm not here to beat my own drum. No, but can you beat your <laughs> own drum honest. just for a second? Have you saved beat a life? Beat Le- it, baby. Legitimately hey. saved a life. Mate, I don't need to tell you about it because the people who are now living and breathing now know about it, and that's all we've got to be worried about. 131060, give us a call right now. Right now. Have you ever saved a life? Because honestly, that is the greatest yeah. contribution you can make to humankind. Mm. I mean, would you like to join the club? <laughs> 131060. Like Jake and like myself, let us know if you've ever saved a life. Come on, Come yeah. On. Yeah, what was it? What happened? 13, 10, 16. Come on, heroes. <laughs> Give us a call. Let's this all is chat. your day. 13, 10, 16. <laughs> International Service Women's Jim. Day this week. Well, right now, it's International Heroes Day. <laughs> Give us a call. If you heard that 15-second silence, um, we were just celebrating International Heroes Day yes, in between a couple of songs absolutely. before. Um, Jake Coon, Take what a star. Yeah. He, uh, over in Talon Bend, lunged in front of his oh. daughter to stop an Eastern Brown from biting his two-year-old daughter. He took the bite. He's okay, mm. but he saved his daughter's life. Mm. Yeah. 131060, have you ever saved a life? Yeah, you, of course, Mark Soderstrom, um, many years, and you don't bang on about it. You're very quiet about it um, as a fireman. Would have saved countless lives by getting your hose out. You're welcome. Uh, Kayla from Mawson Lakes. Kayla, tell us. Uh, oh, no. Kayla's well, line oh, is God. not working there. Kayla, are you there? No, no. I don't think Kayla's. Well, we'll check. On. No. Oh, Kayla. No, what's happening? It sounds like the Eastern Brown might have got there. <laughs> Let's head to Can Stella. Can we get that sorted? We'll get to, go to Stella okay. first. We'll try and get Kayla. Stella from Gawler. Stella, tell us, did uh, you save a life? I did. I um, was about 15 years old. Um, that's when we used to live in the Berry area up mm-hmm. in the Riverland. Um, my sister nearly married her husband thought that he could swim. I was already in the water. We were all in the water except him. He jumps off of the diving board thinking that he could swim. Next minute, we don't see him coming up. So I look under the water and then I see him going down. So I quickly pulled him up out of the water and there was no lifeguards to be seen. They were at the canteen buying a pie. And yeah, I saved my brother-in-law's life. Oh, wow. Stella, congratulations. Did you panic? I did panic, but I was only 15 years old, but... He was all right after that. He's still alive. How were you um, strong enough, Stella, to lift um, the I don't actually know how I was strong enough, but I did it. It's super hu- human strength yeah. that comes Well to done, you. Stella. Um, uh, obviously, he's still part of the family, yeah? Yeah, yeah, of course he is. Does he celebrate you every year on your birthday um, and Christmas? Does he pay homage uh, to you? 
No, but um, I'll remind him this year. You should. <laughs> yeah. Stella, you should be celebrated for your mm. wonderful work. Congratulations. Yeah, nice work, Stella. That's You're Stella true work, hero. Stella. Yeah, Stella. Uh, Sophie in Happy Valley, did you save a life? Hi, how are you going? Good, Good. Sophie. What happened? Um, I was at a shopping centre and there was an elderly man that had fallen asleep mm-hmm. and he wasn't asleep. He would actually was in a diabetic coma <sighs> and I called an ambulance and the ambulance came and picked him up and he was from a nursing home and the nursing home didn't actually know he was missing. So oh, dear. it was a bit of a drama. So were other people right around man. Sophie just ignoring him? Like they weren't taking it seriously? I think they just thought he'd fallen asleep. Like he was, he was quite elderly, and he they think they think he thought he was just having a nap. So, um, so what made you act? Why did you not just walk past like everyone else? Because I just thought it was a bit odd. Like I just had this gut feeling, and I went, "Oh, this is a bit off." And then I thought, "Oh, what if he's actually like sick? You know, Mm. like or not Mm. well? Because he looked a bit not well." Yep. And I just done first aid training for work, so I was a bit hyper vigilant. <laughs> good on you. How good's that? Like, yeah, for doing that well first done. aid training, put you on alert. Yeah, it did. Well done, Soph. Well done. Yeah. Hey, Soph, you're a hero. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. You're in the Mark Soderstrom Heroes Club. Well done. Welcome in. <laughs> I love inducting people. Hey, do you want to go back? I think we yeah. might have Taylor from no, Morsel Lakes. No. No. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Hey, tomorrow's a big, big day, and there's a big, big walk. Now, the organisation is called Spoke to a Bloke, Beck. What they do is they're an event charity, and they promote men's health. So essentially, it's an opportunity for men who sometimes have some issues really opening up yep. to you know, talk about what's important in their life or perhaps what they're struggling with and mm. show that vulnerability. So they've got a big walk on tomorrow. It goes from Glenelg to the Hostel Hotel, 25 kilometres from 7am and it's really a bunch of blokes getting together and breaking down the barriers to have a chat and look after each other. You run that before breakfast, don't you? Well, I'd probably (laughs) struggle to run that at the moment, but one man who is coming over is a very famous man. He used to, do you remember a show called Models Inc.? It was the spin-off from Melrose Place. Oh my gosh, yes. Do you remember the Aussie guy who was a photographer in Models Inc.? His name... Is Cameron Datto. Not Remember? Cameron Datto. Say good morning to oh, him right now. He was a big spunk back in the day. Have you still got it? Dillies, Beck, Dillies. Life in the old dog left, my love. Oh, Cam Datto. And of course, perfect match fame. Yeah. Got rid of that imposter, Greg Evans, and took over the place. Cam, our mate, how's life? How are you, buddy? Oh, pretty pretty well, mate. Everything's going great. Thank you for asking. And hi, Beck. Lovely to, lovely to meet you, too. Um, I'm more interested, uh, Cam, in your beautiful wife, Alison Bray. She was my favourite Dolly cover girl growing up. Right, if I had a dollar for everyone that said that, <laughs> I'd, own, I'd own three houses in Adelaide. <laughs> in Say hi for me. I will. I will do that. Um, hey, now, mate, we'll talk about this walk in just a moment, but as Beck touched yeah. on with your wife, Alison, so you guys have got a podcast now called Separate Bathrooms. Correct. And what do you We've do? Doing it. Oh, well, basically, <laughs> it came from people like you, Beck, saying on Instagram, saying couple goals and you yeah. guys are unreal and we were like, Jesus, they, they, they have no clue how difficult a marriage is. Like, they think they were on this pedestal. So we yeah. thought, let's actually get real with it and and just share what's worked with our relationship, what hasn't worked. And then we thought we'd mix it up with guests and people like that. So we've been doing it for three years. It's uh, it's on the Nova platform and, and uh, yeah, it's called Separate Bathrooms and we, we just love it. 
I'm going to wash your mouth out for saying that term, Nova. But anyway, oh, we'll move on from that. Okay? I know. I, I realise that. But yeah, okay, get it wherever you get your favourite Correct. Yeah. Well, look, we, we have to admit, yeah, look, you are on smooth uh, interstate, which is fine. You're doing some wonderful radio work. Mate, from that, just talking about you and Alison, you talk about what works and what doesn't work. For anyone listening in a relationship, what is the number one thing that you guys would say that you must do or not do to make sure you have a wonderful relationship? Well, separate bathrooms works. Okay. Right. And listen. Just ask a question and then shut up and listen to them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right? Just listen. Don't talk over them. Don't tell them what to do. Don't, no advice unless just, they ask for it, but just listen. Yeah. That's so my number one. So simple. I know. And it was the funny thing. You were ready to talk over Cam as you were saying that. And yeah, I know. <laughs> no, because no, I was thinking my pet hate with my husband is that we're going somewhere and he goes, what time do you have to leave? And I say midday. Yep. And then five minutes later, he goes, what time are we leaving? And uh, I'll say, midday, I've already told you. And he'll ask me one more time. Oh, and he goes, don't yell. And I said, but I didn't I didn't yell the first time. You right. didn't listen the first time. Okay. Um, right. Has he got his phone in his hand? Is that the issue? No, he's just a little bit of a space cadet. <laughs> you know, I, what's his name? James. I'm like James. I'm a space cadet too. But I, often it's because I've got my phone in my hand. Yeah. I'm doing three things at once. So no. I put the phone down and listen. Yeah. <laughs> Cam, for anyone that wants to work, walk tomorrow, spoke to a bloke. So it's a 25k walk. If you go to spoke to a bloke.org, it's a great opportunity just to choose some fat and really show a bit of vulnerability with some like minded blokes. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're, we're meeting at the Glenelg Jetty at, uh, at 7 a.m. So bring a bunch down yep. and, and we're heading up to the Austral and you get a free t shirt. There's lunch and bevies afterwards mm. and uh, it'll be really fun. I'll be there. Brilliant. And, um, mate. I mean, I know you do your marathons and 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 things, and but I, can I can can I invite you to walk too? Ooh, yeah, good. What to, I'd love to see you. Twenty five k tomorrow. Yeah, you, you do that on your ear. Yeah. Um, what is seven a.m.? It's not even running; it's walking. Right, I'll do it. Yep. I'm going to do it with you. There you go. Let's Send do it. Picks. All right, I'm going to do it, mate. So, spoke to a bloke .org. I will see yep. you tomorrow morning at Glenelg Jetty at seven a.m. We're going to walk twenty five k and talk some stuff about separate bathrooms. I love it, and we can do models Inc. and Beck. Yeah. You know, I'll have a rose with come Alison. down, and, and I'll have a bit of a word to him about <laughs> his attention span. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Great. Thank you, Cameron Dado. Cam Dado, you have a wonderful time, mate. Have a safe flight over from Melbourne this Savo. We'll see you tomorrow morning. I'll see you tomorrow morning. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh. Look at these trending topics. Mark, yes. I'd like to talk <laughs> interiors with you. Mark. You know I like decorating. I love right. cushions. I love home styling. And I love boucle. Can I ask you, how many pillows do you have on yours and James's bed? Because I reckon that's always a real sign of people's mindset. Um, I don't have a lot on the bed because it annoys me taking them off. We have four pillows and three cushions. But I have quite a few cushions on my couch. Is that a little overkill? Four pillows and three cushions on your bed? No, and I've seen people with a lot more. Every day, do you sort of reset them or no. do you make James reset no, them so that they're no. always there? They usually stay on the ground, to be honest, until okay. the weekend. Um, what I do have is two round boucle cushions. I'm going to show you a photo because you don't, don't know what boucle is. I don't even know what that is, means. Do you? I still you don't know what that means. You would have seen it. It's like, it, women will know it particularly. Round, uh, fuzzy white like almost like a felt, but it's fuzzy. It's felt everywhere. What? It's everywhere. It's in. Um, it's yeah, but in, what is it? It's a fabric. 
Oh, it's a fabric, it's a fabric. and, and right. it, particularly people have a feature bouclet armchair. It's so in all the interiors magazines. Like, what's it like? Well, that's the, well, the fabric is called bouclet. Yeah, but what is the fabric? I Can just, you describe it? I don't understand. It's, what is it's it? It's like a is felty, fluffy white. Right. Anyway, it's it's. You made lost it, me at bouclet. It when it first first came in, it would cost two grand for an armchair. Yeah. yeah. Now. Aldi, in its special buys, put yes. it in your diary, ladies. Wednesday, the 15th of March, is launching its own round swivel chair, retailing for $200, an ottoman for $100. If you want some right. boucle in your life, ladies, go to Aldi. Yeah. So essentially, it's an upholstery. It's not a, it's not a piece of furniture no, or No, it's the thing. upholstery on the... Did right. I not make that clear? Not at all. Oh. I have no idea what you're I just talking assumed about. you would know. No, no. Anyway, I, I, I myself, who's never lined up for an Aldi buy, might be there on the 15th to get go. my boucle. Did you on. ever study French at school? Uh, no. You know what boucle actually means? No. It what? means curl or loop in French. Did you Google that? No. Did you actually know that? Yeah, I knew that from French from school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like a bouquet of boucle. Okay, speaking of trends, a woman has 159 pairs of Crocs what? and they reckon it's worth over $12,000. She also what? has 700 gibbets, the little yeah. things you stick in it. She's an Esche. Yeah. She's not an Esche. How many pairs of Crocs? 159. Oh, my, kids, have- my kid will be getting FOMO. Do you have any Crocs? Uh, no, I don't. But all my kids have um, Crocs and they also have the, what are they called? Gibbets. They've got gibbets all over them. Little Star Wars gibbets. gibbets. Mm. They're like little characters oh. um, that you put in the holes of the Crocs. Mm. So and that they you've wear got the socks with them as well. Mm. Absolutely. I wear socks and Birkenstocks. Is that hot? No, that's okay. Hot. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought it was hot, but it might be practical. It might be if you, if you work in, as a chef, you might be wearing socks and Birkenstocks, the closed toe ones. <laughs> I don't work as a chef. I don't even cook, mate. No, that's a good point. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. I that's am going to need a bit of assistance from you today. I need you to carry me more than usual because I'm What's carrying happened? an injury. Oh, what have you done? And it's causing me a lot of pain. Oh, no. It's, uh, I did it at the gym. Um, did you say you did it with Jim, your <laughs> husband? <laughs> at the gym. Oh, at the gym. Um, it's my coccyx. What? Sorry? I've chafed it. I've got a chafed very serious. What, like your tailbone? Do you know what? I actually, if, if it wasn't a little bit intimate, I would get you to feel how bony my coccyx is. I think that I haven't quite completely evolved and let I me, think I have a bit of tail left let over. Let me stop you right there. Um, and look, I'm probably not interested. No, it was, in uh, no, it was more, uh, mate, I'm not hitting on you. It was like a biologically, I want you to, I would like to get a second opinion as to whether my coccyx is bonier okay, than the average. Okay, let me tell you one thing right now. I'm not qualified to give a first oh opinion, God. let alone a second. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you. You're dealing with your own cool. coccyx, just, lady. <laughs> <laughs> just like a normal Thursday night. Yeah. Um, I was doing sit-ups yesterday mm-hmm. at the gym and I right. was wearing, Good on you. Oh, thank you. I was wearing um, particularly abrasive bike shorts. <laughs> oh, I thought you might have said you were wearing um, like the old, what was the little oh, G-string oh, the leotard? G- over the top. Of, I used to wear that. Livy Newton-John physical what, style what a, and that somehow the G-string got wedged terrible, in your That was a terrible oh. fashion. I don't know what we were thinking. No. So basically, as I, every time I sat up, my coccyx was like chafing and right. it's, um, it's really painful today. So every time I sit what down, I can feel it stinging. So essentially you're carpet burning yeah. your bum. <laughs> well... Yeah, got, sort of, got, well, the burn is from my pants, but yes, yes I do. But you, you made it sound dirty. It's not, no, but it really got, stings. You got old school carpet burn. <laughs> it really, yeah. yeah, I guess I do, but it's it stings. Is that why you're sort of sitting on one cheek? I at the am. Moment? I have to. I have to balance you're in a way of, that I'm not 
square on the chair. You're cocked up on your coccyx just trying to make before. sure that... Uh, and then it scabs. Do you reckon you'll get through the day? What, you get a water scab on your bum. Yeah, then I get a bum scab, which is really it's attractive. It's a cream for that, isn't it? Oh, I'll open my medicine cabinet. Oh, um, but, Jeez, yeah. that's nasty. Oh, no, it's funny, though, because some of those little things that appear to be quite, um, well... You innocuous. Know, simple, innocuous can sometimes cause a little bit of pain. Yes. How do you reckon you'll get through the day? I thought about calling in sick with the chafed <laughs> coccyx. Have you uh, applied a dressing or anything, or is it straight onto the uh, pants? No, I haven't applied a dressing. Like, like a chafe. No, it's just... You know, sometimes after a long run... Oh, you here we that, go. No, here you we get go, marathon man. chafe around the um, mm. groin area. What about the nipple? That oh, Yeah, I've had, the, I've had the bleeding nipple. Yeah. Bleeding nipples hurt, yeah. you know, and you can see people after long runs sometimes. Yeah. Oh. They've gone in a fun run, you see them running, and then there's just blood down the shirt. Should never I've, be called a fun run. There's nothing fun about a run. I've actually had, like, you know, when you get that really bad chafing in the groin, mm. and then you go to have a shower afterwards, mm. and the sting and the That's pain. That's how I feel, yeah. except it's my butt. All right, 13, 10, 60. Well, People, this cannot well, be the most trivial industri- in, industry. It is. <laughs> it is. I can guarantee that radio is the most trivial <laughs> right, industry no, you will ever see in your life. <laughs> what, are you, what are you wanting? What's your tri- I want someone else who's right. suffering this morning, but it needs to be trivial. Hang on, what time stupid. is it? It's, it's stupid. quarter past six in the like morning. Like a paper cut. <laughs> can we sympathise with Beck? Is there anyone with, well, a more painful and less serious injury? 13, 1060, have you got a paper cut? Maybe you're carrying a toothache. Did you break a nail? Yeah. Have you had a cramp in the last 24 hours? Yeah. Do you have a bout of unseasonal hay fever? Mm. Yes. What? Mm. sneezing too much. Stopping yes. you from doing what you need to be doing right now. We've discovered that we've got a new team member. Her name is Burnt Backside Beck. Oh. Um, you've got, what, you've oh, got a... Oh, I've got a chafed coccyx. The old chafed coccyx. From doing too many sit-ups because oh, I'm working it. on my rig. Uh, quite amazing. <laughs> that violin is very apt for you but right it's, now. It's, it sounds minor, but it's stinging. It's like when you get a paper cut and, and people oh. don't understand how much pain Actually, it causes. You make a really, really good point there. It does sound minor. Um, <laughs> can we grab Opatia from Port Adelaide? Good morning. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, Opatia, can you outdo Beck's burnt bum? <laughs> yeah, so I have um, like severe blisters, um, bloody thick blisters Ooh. on my bunions. Oh, oh. oh. Opatia, <laughs> uh, you sound like my grandmother. What, what are you doing with bunions? How did you get those? Um, well, I mean, obviously I have bunions because it's like a hereditary type thing from my yep. nan. Thanks, nan. Mm. Um, and um, and then because I've been just in my work boots and stuff, um, i got to wear steel caps. Um, oh. And I just all of a sudden started getting severe blisters and like my socks are sticking to my blisters. Oh, and it's like yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, what job do you do to um, need steel caps? Um, I work in a PVC pipe factory. <sighs> right. So you get around the steel caps the whole time. <laughs> yeah, every day. Oh, that Didn't makes it hard. You have a chat to the OHS and W officer and okay. just wear thongs. I wear thongs to work every day, Opatia, even in winter. I wish I could wear thongs, mm. honestly. Mm. <laughs> oh, well, I hear you. I hear you we... and I see you, okay? Because I too am suffering today, Opatia, and I will think of you oh, all day as my you... bottom stings. I don't know how you even do it. Get up. It's a good point. <laughs> Opatia, given this situation, um, you'd both like to be wearing thongs, but you can't. (laughs) SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.